Welcome back to Internal Affairs with Mandy and Cho. My name's Mandy. My name is Cho. And we have had horrible technical difficulties in this hour. <laughs> right. But we made it. We did. So if you see some um, muffles in the background, you know, we tried. We did reserve a room. Mm-hmm. We had technical difficulties the entire time we were in said room. But it's figured out now. Yeah. So we are currently recording um, just in dab um, building which is the design art architecture and planning at uc so it's really pretty we, it was, is. we were at the library earlier but there were no room and i accidentally well that was not accidentally i thought that the emergency door could be open in 15 <laughs> seconds but that was no yeah oh and well it, it's it rang and it was really funny yeah <laughs> I yeah felt really bad for the guys who were i saw there, there. we 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 got kicked out of our original room and then the librarian told us that there was a room upstairs so we walk upstairs and then there's no rooms available but we see this door and it says big letters like da you know the alarm type deal big red letters and but it was like it said something about like 15 seconds i was like hmm because in because in the dorm like in the residence hall where i'm leaving the emergency door that we have we can open it but like yeah so there was no, not a big problem, and then it would not ring if you, but yeah, anyway, it was the library. So it was, yeah. Ten times more embarrassing. So now we're sitting by the DAP cafe that is now closed, and we were supposed to start the podcast at three. It's now <laughs> 4.36. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. So anyways, we're talking about social media today. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a fun, what, what a fun time. Yeah. So any marketing intern um, probably will or maybe we're not, we, we don't know. If you are- We definitely do <laughs> have to do with social do media. Social media, but I mean, if you're our age, you probably use social media mm-hmm. and going into marketing. You know, social media management is an important aspect of the job. And so in order to create the content um, and create infographics and video graphics, we're gonna talk about what mm-hmm. tools that we learn to use to create them. And so, yeah. Yeah, social media management in a nutshell, at least how we have been doing it, is we make, create infographics based on a schedule. And the infographics are different uh, based on articles or um, announcements uh, or inspiration that we get. Uh, and we create those, post those to help promote Blueberry and keep it in the public's mind. Um, we also do some ad insertion and ad promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, we interact a lot with Instagram, it's probably the most. We also do a huge amount with Twitter. Shout out Kathy, our Twitter, Twitter person. Um, and Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. Um, it's a big part of keeping your brand relevant within today's society. And what better way to keep up with that? By doing stuff in social media. And we create the majority of it. We started splitting infographics so that we can both get back into the groove of making infographics because it's not only like really good for us it's like fun (laughs) it's really fun and it's a part of the whole marketing task that we learning um even though sometimes in the summer i felt like creating infographics was the only thing that i was doing at that time and i did not have a chance to expand my expertise in marketing in other areas um so, but I moved away from infographics a little bit and do some Google Analytics, do some um, email, like newsletter, SEO, and all of that, all that fun stuff. But social media is still 
just like something we try to do consistently. So um, let's talk about the first tool that we we use to create those infographics. Yeah, the number one thing that we use, and I use it basically every day, is Canva. Um, Canva is kind of like another realm for Photoshop and just create like creating, um, making creative photos make your creations come to life digitally graphics yeah graphic design um and some there what did what what were your first thoughts on canva when you first started using the less it? fancy version of adobe <laughs> it is illustrator and photoshop it totally you is. can do so many things on lightroom um photoshop and illustrator but canva is like a very easy kind of like lazy way to design things mm -hmm. you can learn it a lot faster yeah so I, I use it since my first year of college in Wisconsin and throughout the year. So it's been very helpful in creating flyers for my residence in the dorm. Um, but yeah, so our company has, um, uh, of course, a lot of, we have the pro version of Canva. We do. So despite some limitation that Canva cannot do compared to Illustrator or Photoshop, we were still able to Great. I think pretty bomb infographics. Yeah, you can um, look at our infographics at Blueberry's Instagram, Blueberry mm -hmm. underscore podcasting. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy, lazy way to do that, but it's it's fun because you can you can create template and you can people create templates already for you on there for your post, for your stories, for a flyer, mm -hmm. for a present, you can even do presentation on there. Yeah, and um, you can design what is on the T-shirt. Basically, a very convenient design tool. And it was I could not remember exactly who founded it uh, or which country, but I remember it was not the U.S. I think the founder comes from New Zealand. Um, I might be wrong, but I remember that the entrepreneur journey behind behind you know like having Canva like it's a very famous tool nowadays it's like a long journey for them mm -hmm. and they went through a lot of struggles to get to where they are right now because no one really like believe in having this, this tool where you have like all other apps out there in photoshop and lightroom so live before canva is probably pretty i don't yeah which is interesting complicated complicated you know but like now with canva social media content has been so much you know like is so easy much to more do simple that. yeah um and so i thought it would be a good way to explore like ways to to, to navigate canva by just going through my step-by-step -step when i was creating an infographic today mm -hmm. so um we have a podcaster of the month every month and this week this month's was a thriller podcast mm -hmm. um where they interview people who um other thriller um authors to learn more about their books mm -hmm. their name is alan pressed press peterson, peterson. Oh. thank you um <laughs> and so we have a blog post about him on blueberry's site and Mackenzie sends us that on slack which is how we communicate with our team and then i i, I read that i also have i'm planning to listen to one of his podcasts just to kind of get to know his vibe <laughs> so, so 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 on and so forth so i can better create it in the infographics i'm going to post on instagram um i got inspiration for podcast of the month by looking on instagram i look up hashtags i go on pinterest as well to just get some ideas of like what's a what is a 
kind of trending or easily um, biteable way to promote this podcaster who um, whose message has um, inspired Blueberry. Uh, so I start with the concept, I do research, um, and I make sure to take a lot of notes because the best thing to do when you're doing creatively, especially on your own, is just having a lot of variety so you can go back later and decide if you like it or not. Um, so I analyze the photos of the articles, um, construct uh, pod- to construct it around the podcaster, and make sure there's a lot of variety. And I try to have fun with it. I love a lot of color and contrasting color. Um, and I think having different, trying to continuously challenge your creativity in Canva is how you're going to get better. The best, the only way you can get better at Canva is by doing it. I remember when I first started, oh my god, I had no idea what I was doing. I was sitting there and Cho was like showing me the like, the, the skeleton of it and I was just, ah, I had no idea. I had no idea what to do. But um, the best way to, to get better at Canva is to just do it. It's just one of those things. It's like playing guitar. Um, and but it is really fun once you get the hang of it. Mm. And there's a really, there's an interesting aspect to that creative process. And, mm. um, but yeah. Yeah, so beside infographic, you can even create video graphic too. Which is you made a fantastic mm, video graphic you. on there because very recently. Something that I recently experiment with on Canva because, and I, and I think that I need to bring that actually in Adobe Premiere to mm-hmm. refine it because Canva has some limitation when it comes to editing the music so I was creating a promo video for Blueberry that basically highlights all the services that we do um, and it's very colorful it showcases like a list of instead of saying that this is what we do uh, we like you have an idea you have a show you have you want you have uh, online an online course that you want to um, create a podcast uh, based off that and then here are our services and like try us for free so basically that is the message but canva make that um, so much easier and i made a video um, from that the only thing that i want canva to improve is how precise you can edit the audio mm-hmm. in there to match because in adobe premiere or other like video editing platform and softwares you can see this the wave the sound waves and match with the infographic, which is how you make sure that the beat drops right where you want to mm-hmm. the infographic to change. Um, Canva is needs more transitions. Right now, the transitions on there is very traditional mm-hmm. and very simple, which, which I understand because it's, it is an online tool. And um, But I think that if they want to improve their, um, you know, like, you like reduce some limitation they can introduce some more transitions to the pro version um, and make it more appealing to the users so yeah we will have that video out sometime soon on mm-hmm. our social media it's gonna be I so edited. cool but some tips to that yeah. um i came i cultivated a couple like three major tips to think of when you start out on canva that i think really helped cho and i um or at least me um uh, so the first one is figure out a color template. Um, Cho and I f- decide, f- 
figured a color template probably the first few weeks I worked there. And that was really helpful, especially at the beginning. Um, and especially if you're working for a, co- for a specific company that has a brand to uphold and you wanna keep with that color palette, if you figure, Canva's color, they have a large color palette and they go by different numbers. And so once you choose a color, you can copy and paste it, that um, uh, text, the text version of the number into the, the um, Excel or Google Sheets file. And then you can actually put the same color in the, in the in the box next to it by looking up the color on the color spectrum wheel in Google Sheets or Excel, Mm. um, which is really, really cool. And I think that really helps you to make sure your content stays consistent. Even if you do like what we've done, um, uh, we've done moments or for the past couple weeks until recently, we were doing a checkerboard pattern where we would do more Halloween posts. um, And we even stuck with a certain type of orange for that. and another thing to remember is that all feedback is good feedback, but it's also important to remember not to take it all to heart. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm guilty of not of being like competitive. <laughs> and um, in what way? I just I so I used to be I used to take all these like career tests, and they always said I was competitive. I didn't understand where. Like, I didn't think I was that competitive, and now I understand it solely because of Canva. <sighs> like, when people, like, give me critiques on, on Canva, which I haven't even been working on. I haven't even been using oh, Canva for six months. You're doing great. I, but I get so, like, I internal, like, I, I try very hard about, I love getting feedback. Like, tell me everything I'm doing wrong to make me be <sighs> better. But internally, I just get so upset. Oh, no, I'm be upset. I, I love you. Oh, I love you, too. But it's, it's not even, like, a, it's just... It's hard, yeah. It's hard to accept criticism, but it's because you because ju- I just want to be the best. <laughs> no, you are, and it's like I think constructive feedback will improve our work. It's incredibly important, but you have Especially, to be able to okay with yeah accepting I'm, it. Yeah, you're doing great, and also like I remember Erin, our coworker slash our lead graphic designer, the basically the main graphic designer mm-hmm. of Blueberry, who is in charge of creating the website and all that UX UI experience for um, viewers that come to Blueberry mm-hmm. and designing mocks, designing t-shirts at Swags for our shows. Um, I remember when I was first here, um, someone mentioned that I think another person gave him a very harsh critique, um, like criticism, not criticism, I would say just feedback. Right. Um, and then he was very okay with that because he knows that probably like he is really cool-headed yeah because that's the thing in design too and the funny fun fact is that we're sitting in dab it is funny so, so like a lot of my friends in design like i was in graphic design when i first was in wisconsin and whenever we do like art criticism um like art critique we will have we will talk about things that we like about the piece and then with something we don't and my professor was very harsh. If you're watching, if you're listening to this, Lisa, Lisa Wicca, she's amazing. She taught me a lot, but she was very strict. And they would tell me to say that, like, why are you using this color? It's like more like old fashioned and like traditional. I'm like, yeah, you got a point. Let's see what I, what I can, um, what I can do about it. But like, I take all opinions. But like, when it comes to um, Blueberry. I think, or like anything about like branding and marketing, mm-hmm. it's easier if we have a thing called a brand guidelines, which we already have. Right, like Some, on the Excel, and plus 
Aaron yeah, that, talked about putting that on the website to yeah. make it more accessible for interns in the future. And Did, I was like, yeah. do you get to see that PDF before? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was developed by someone like, like from day one, but applying it to social media was hard. Like I look at like before us, there was a, uh, another intern called Sydney and her work was great and her content was great. But I personally think that, um, she could have stick to the plan and the branding guy the branding more and Aaron said the same thing uh, but they were very cool with it because in there and Mackenzie was cool because they think that you know social media is something that you know you do it more like for fun and more engaging with people so that is fine yeah and so like so like I from for me I realized okay so I stop being so what is it what it called uh, uh Nick nitpicky nitpicky that is that sounds weird <laughs> like, it is a funny word yeah this stuff like like if it's like a little things then don't worry much, too much about it but um it's it's just like learning how to like give your feedback like what work. your goal is for because how how you guys said uh that social media for blueberry is supposed to be more fun and laid back yeah but say if, if it's another company even if we decide, we could decide tomorrow that we want social media to be very strict. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, then that's the case. But mm -hmm. um, uh, you really have to like know the values and like what your goal is for your social media account and then make your graphics based on that. Yeah. So, but that's, that's I, I, I think the tip still, like as we, I mean, we talked for like a while about it. I think that, that being able to accept and talk about good feedback, and I think even further, talk about when you're upset about feedback mm -hmm. is really important to help you to just get better in general. I personally, I'm interested in research as well, mm -hmm. um, like consumer behavior research. And so I need to, I need to, to nip this in the butt and be better at um, accepting criticism or just hearing people out about criticism, which I always thought that was better at, but now I learned that there's so much more I can get better at um, because it's going to, my entire life is going to be people like critiquing my papers. So if I go into research, but um, there are so many, there are so many, there are going to be so many people who like and dislike. Mm -hmm. And but, at the end of the day, yeah. um, it's, you have to remember that it's like, it's your work and your style and not everyone's going to like it. And, but you still want to stay true to like what the values are or what, who you are. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. But yeah. I learned from you communicate, which is like a communication firm on campus that you see mm -hmm. a lot. And so those things about branding, branding guidelines, like, you know, like having everything consistent with the brand that we're trying to um, deliver, you know, is, um, is very essential because that helps people recognize your brand more mm -hmm. um, but yeah so but like I also realized that like okay so beside from the design is it's more of you gotta explore other aspects that's gonna make your branding successful and that goes into content what kind of content we want to do so something I'm trying to do is to do um, TikTok Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that we should do more TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. And um, I started with, we started with some TikTok and then now I'm doing that promo video on Canva, but uh, that would be another topic. The TikTok can be another, a whole another episode. Another episode. Not every episode has to be like super long either. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, the TikTok is also incredibly important. And you can transfer Canva stuff onto TikTok. T Canva's great. 
The last thing that I needed to remember that I only recently kind of like got into my head is to remember that Canva, especially Canva Pro, does have stock photos. Stock photos they are do. what, yeah, I just kind of didn't use them for a really oh, long okay. time. I, I just realized that they do recently also. Yeah, like when we were talking about <laughs> trying like to stock make sure. Even too. Even when we were trying to um, make sure that all of our photos I post on Instagram and all the other platforms to mm-hmm. be like really well, really crisp and not pixely at all. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't get the big enough, bigger, uh, as big of photos that I need. And then I realized that Canva has stock photos that yeah. I could look up and make them as large as I want. And I oh, thought but, that was kind yeah. of funny. But that for sure, like, I feel like high resolution photos are very important. They too. are. And yeah. they're expensive. They can get high up there yeah. um some places that um have free uh stock photos that you can use if you're starting a company is pixels p-e-x-e-l-s and uh pix pixabay they're limited right they're limited yeah you they're, can only download certain things it's true it's i mean yeah wait i think pixel and pixabay are not free i think unsplash is the only thing that is free Upslash is mm. okay. So Upslash, Pixels, and Pixabay is what Blueberry uses for the most part, and of course Canva. Um, and those, I do really think that Pixels is free because I never signed into anything. Really? And Uplash, um, well, I would always like try to download something from there, and they'd never be free. They would always okay. want me to sign in. Yeah, they do require you to pay after a certain picture mm-hmm. actually trying to decide which um uh what is it called uh the the which photo gallery to subscribe to in or if you want to pay money to get those yeah. to get stock photos um is pretty hard um because there's a lot of aspects and like how much are you going to how many photos are going to use a, di- a, a week because technically every photo costs money blah blah mm. blah, blah yeah but it can be a, it can be a a freelance job. I know people take photos and sell it to stock photos. Yeah, website. yeah. We've talked about making making our own photos to use for Blueberry, like for the mugs, the swag that they have. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it, their swag. Um, uh, but uh, yeah. So we all. That's how we use Canva for social media. Um, there's a lot more to social media. You know, you have to have an eye. You have to be okay. Like we said, good with cr- criticism. And you have to be interactive with your audience. I think that's really important because mm. um, even if you post a great infographic, if you don't have people who like care about your brand or like know you, mm. it's not gonna help. Um, and then to answer, and then going like like after creating that, then the another step to to make sure that your content is relevant is you is that you have to track it. And so mm-hmm. uh, having metrics, uh, of course, not. I know it's very kind of like um, conflicting. Like, yes, you want to keep your content consistent and relevant and looking at the metrics, but at the same time, try not to, I try not to be too dependent on those metrics um, because the content engagement is more important than just the likes and the, sh- uh, the share and the comment. Um, and that requires a lot of a journey, like, like a long journey to create that community on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the social media is, is very is evolving uh, for Blueberry. We just hit a thousand followers Woo! recently. So yay! So we we really on Blueberries on Blueberry uh, internal affairs. I think we have one follower. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> um, that we we have to create to develop 
Did we'll take a photo and we'll post some more on there. Yeah, we we can do stuff. We yeah. play around with Canva too. Yeah. Um, but for for that, you can have tools like um, I know on Instagram you can track the metrics by itself too, seeing impression, likes, who saved it, who shared it to their account. Um, but you can also use other tools like Hootsuite and then Google Analytics, which I think is so important. Mm-hmm. Talk to all of the managers, like like brand managers from some companies, and and attended some workshops. And Google Analytics is the very important tool for them to track sales, to track engagement, where people where see where people are coming from. Um, and then um, recently we used LinkedIn.bio to put our website and also. Uh, it's a really helpful tool. It's like Linktree, except the LinkedIn bio um, allows your Instagram post to appear um, in columns and you can put the link uh, under each post. So then pe- when people open it, they can click on the image of the post that they saw and they like, and then they can go to the article. I love that. that. I love that, so that uh, new aspect that we have. I think yeah. it's so inviting. Yeah. And so all of that is... I mean, it's the social media journey of Blueberry is still evolving, and I love that we did not have all of this before, and we found out we do more res- we do research, and that's how we do this, mm-hmm. and we found out all these tools. Um, so yeah, we're excited to see what we're gonna have in the future, and gonna do more research in that. Yeah, that's the fun part about our internship. We really um, were able to research what we really think would work, and then go from there, um, and. It's, it's hard sometimes not having structure, but uh, it also, it prospers creativity sometimes, but... It's like a combination of both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think we have little to any structure, in my opinion. I think it's very, compared to what... Oh, in, ter- in terms of like the internship? Yeah. No. Yeah, we have no structure. I they was like, yeah, to, uh, they need to They need to form an internship program <laughs> so that the interns can, can do better. But, but to be fair, we don't have a supervisor anymore. Yeah. He is no longer with the company, uh, and he left pretty early on. Um, so we've just kind of been like in the Wild West mm. of interns trying to yeah. be useful. Um, but I think we've done a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was nice. I'm, I'm glad we had that little adventure. Mm-hmm. Glad that it was with you. I would have been more upset if I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that pretty sums up our episode today. And, yeah. And uh, we hope that you learned something about Canva or if you're also using Canva. Yeah, um, if, you, if you have, if you use Canva or um, any other platform where you make infographics, send us your favorite an infographic. Um, or not. <laughs> can, yeah, just like we're excited to see what cool infographics you are doing or yeah. what other tools that you are also you all, you know from your internships that we can learn and we can implement that to Blueberry in our future yeah we um internship or whatever we exactly do. we can use it for so many things um and if you want to follow us on uh internal affairs on instagram it's internal underscore affairs um that's link to both of us or blueberry podcasting blueberry underscore podcasting yes and then we will have our episode available on spotify and apple podcast very mm-hmm. soon once we submit it so um 
Stay tuned. Looking and forward to that. Thank you so much for listening to Internet Fear. Bye, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.